0: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio
1: Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. This is
0: your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, and you are with us on this six-week masterclass series program that we've been doing. And I kind of saved the best for last because I wanted to be able to really make an impact with what we're doing. So the last six weeks, we've really focused in on the inside of beauty and not necessarily the outside of beauty, but how those two kind of go together really well. And so let me just share with you what we've done over the last five weeks and then I'll introduce my very special guest for you today. So in week one we talked about the beauty of intentions and how your own personal brand is a foundation for you to be able to kind of start your goal setting from there. I know a lot of people, they do New Year's resolutions, they establish goals. And where we're at, at this point, when you create an intention, it focuses a bit more on the why, and then the how kind of naturally starts to fall into place. In show two, we talked with Tosco Reno, and it was all about food and eating clean, and you can go on her website, toscarino.com and, and uh, do that challenge as well of being able to eat 21 days of eating clean, and then we went into the beauty of a healthy mind, and I had a special guest, Sandra Reich. She is a, a clinical therapist and really talked on anxiety and depression and how that affects us from a, a beauty from the inside but also beauty from the outside we then went into feeling fit with g pelletari and that was uh more of a fitness thing and she said you know what no matter what you do it's about moving so you may not be you know sprinting or running marathons but if you just move you can be fit and session five we went into the emotional healing and so that was my uh my business partner Alejandra Crucifulli and there were two very important things that we talked about. One is in emotional healing, you have to share your feelings. You have to come from an emotional place and two You got to stop saying I can't because it's just, it will stop you in your tracks if you just, everything is, I can't, I can't. So now, please let's join me as we're here on our sixth one, which is the beauty of spirituality. And I have my very special guest, and I'm honored to have you here. And it's Reverend Richard Mirage. He is the lead minister from Unity of Church in Phoenix. Welcome, Richard.
2: Oh, thanks, Bonnie. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. I'm excited about our show Uh, and all the wonderful things we're going to talk about.
0: Good. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a little insight of how I got introduced into religion. So I was about five years old and I was standing on a street corner with my friends in the neighborhood. And this guy pulls up in a VW van and and he comes out and he says, hey, kids, uh, you know, uh, if you if you come to our church uh, four weeks in a row, you could win an eight pound cupcake. And so there's going to be a big bus that's going to come to this corner right here. And if you get all your friends together and you have the most friends, you could win an eight pound cupcake. And I'm thinking, I'm all over that, right? Eight-pound cupcake. So sure enough, gathered the entire neighborhood. We got all our friends together. We got on the bus each week and went to this official church. And it was kind of my first formal introduction to a church. And after the four weeks, we won the eight-pound cupcake. And I kind of never went back. And I, I didn't know that it was a missing for me. And I got to a point in my life where I really started to explore other religions and spirituality. And I ended up kind of like chalking up that very famous statement, which I'll ask you about as well today. You know, oh, I'm not religious. I'm just spiritual type of thing. But there was a part where I got to this place and it felt like my life was just really hard. And I know that's a lot of times where people then kind of reach out uh, to religion and spirituality. But my good friend Bobby Seredich introduced me to Unity of Phoenix, and um, I would bet a million dollars to anyone that the Sunday that I showed up and heard you speak, that you had tailor-made that message just for me. (laughs) And it was the most perfect thing that I needed to hear, and it really had me feel that that Unity was a very – safe place for me to be during this time in my life and that I could open myself up and educate myself more on what, what my expectations were, what my desires were, and what my dreams were in regards to my own spirituality. So yeah, so thank you for that. That was really, really big. I'm glad I got to share that with you. But cool. you know, that's my silly little story, but I know that you have a very powerful story. And of course, we want to dive into that. And then of course, we want to hear more about unity and And all that it has to offer and, you know, and really question then um, sometimes this battle between spirituality and religion that people constantly go back and forth with. But first, please tell us a little bit about yourself and your story.
2: Sure. Um, My story is I come from a really uh, large family. There are 10 kids and uh, had a wonderful uh, childhood and upbringing. Uh, I was born in the Caribbean. I actually grew up in Canada near Toronto. And um, my life was all about athletics and um, just being involved in sports, uh, particularly team sports. It was something exciting about being a part of a team and, and winning and creating uh, something great together. Uh, and then the day after I graduated uh, from high school, um, I was injured in a car accident, and paralyzed uh, with a spinal cord injury. And um, it was the day after I graduated from high school, I ended up spending six months in the rehab hospital and told I was ne- I would never walk again. I didn't get to go to college and start college with all my friends. Um, I'd had a letter to play volleyball. And so my future was looking bright to me and exciting. And then suddenly to um, have it all stop and seeming like all my dreams had disappeared and died and uh, I would never be able to walk again just took me into a funk and a real deep depression uh, not only being in the hospital over the six months and not seeing any improvement and being told again and again uh, all the things I wouldn't be able to do um, really got me pretty depressed over the next couple of years um, I started uh, drinking and smoking any anyway to anesthetize this pain and this tremendous loss I felt I felt like my Happiness was over. My dreams were over. Any future for a fulfilling and meaningful life uh, were just done. And I'm the uh, eighth of 10 children. So all my siblings were just doing all these wonderful things, uh, in music, sports, uh, education, and some were my friends. So to not be able to uh, participate and um, move forward and, and, and create and go after my dreams just really... Uh, got me into an incredible funk, um, to the point that I uh, tried to commit suicide with pills and some alcohol, and uh, and had really hit a, a real low, just a low that I didn't think I could ever come out of. Um, but amazingly, through the love of my mom, who was just the most amazing human being I've ever met, amazing spiritual being, uh, and the love of my family, slowly I be I came out of the funk, and interestingly. Uh, My mom uh, introduced me to the Unity Church about three years after my injury, maybe two and a half. And it's funny because I went to the service um, hidden away uh, up in the balcony. I didn't want anyone to see me. Uh, And interestingly, uh, just like you had shared, I felt that the talk on that day uh, was written just for me. Mm -hmm. And I remember the words she said that just hit me like an arrow right through my heart. And the words were, the whole message was actually on gratitude. And at the point, I wasn't grateful for anything. Hmm. Um, And uh, I remember her words. She said, you've got to be grateful for what you have today, no matter how little you might think it is. Because if you can't appreciate and enjoy what you have now, you'll never be able to appreciate and enjoy all the great things you want when they come later on. And for some reason, that just pierced my heart with a level of truth that so shook me. Because I kept looking at my life and seeing all the things I didn't have. Uh, what wasn't working, what went wrong, what I lost, um, what I wasn't able to do or would ever do. And then suddenly this kind of struck a chord and made me look around to see what I had. And what I had was a great family. And what I had was supportive and loving friends. What I had was the ability to, to speak and to see and to think. you know. And I, even though I couldn't walk... Um, you know, I, I, I was a healthy person and there were ideas and possibilities for my life still. And so out of that, I realized I had so much more than I actually thought I did. And then later over time, I realized I was so much more than I ever thought because I thought of myself as damaged goods, as mm-hmm. broken uh, and flawed. Um, and later on, really realized, you know, there's something great about me still that even though things aren't looking as perfect as I'd like there's still a lot of life there's still a lot of good there's still a lot of joy and possibilities for me and suddenly this person that had shut down over time began to reawaken and to see life through different eyes eyes of gratitude eyes of possibility you know eyes of how wonderful life is and you know that that there's still so much more that I could experience and and over time, I mean, it is just that message of unity that is so empowering that that life and that spirit of God dwells in us. And it is that we are co-creators, that we, through our words, our thoughts, our actions, our ideas, that we can really bring forth new things, great possibilities, really began to awaken in me. And so it really transformed my life. And that's what led me uh, to ministry. It. Uh, my brother had introduced me several years after my accident to a group called Toastmasters, and I started doing speaking. I started competing in contests for speaking. It kind of um, replaced my competitive nature in sports. Um, and, you know, when you find something that you can do, it, it kind of breeds a level of success um, and motivation and inspiration. So I started uh, speaking, and that really helped me learn a lot. I think the greatest thing about being a speaker is you've got to learn because you you need to teach but first, to teach, you need to learn. Oh, always. Uh, and, and so I kept um, working on myself and then doing some sharing of the things I was learning. And it led me to a place where I just felt, I truly felt called to ministry. I was doing some motivational talks. Um, but with motivational talks in corporations, you can't always share the spiritual aspect of it. You know, goals and overcoming and dealing with change and um, having a vision those things were great, but there was an element of it that didn't quite feel complete to me because I wanted to talk about the source of where that vision and those ideas and those goals come from. And and so I was eventually drawn uh, into ministry, not something I wanted, <laughs> but something I felt compelled uh, and drawn to. And it has made all the difference in the world. Today, I'm probably happier than I ever imagined I would be. Even before my injury, I am uh, feeling a greater sense of fulfillment and meaning that I even, I couldn't even imagine feeling as good as this prior to. So it's been an interesting and amazing journey uh, that has literally transformed my life and brought more happiness and meaning and fulfillment than I ever imagined.
0: Well, uh, you definitely, I mean, from a speaker standpoint, and part of my business is, is I teach people to public speak and connection is one of the most critical parts of that, of course. And you connect with people in such a way that they feel very loved and safe. So we appreciate that.
2: Oh, thanks. Well, the thing is, I was so messed up (laughs) and so much in a funk and was loved so deeply by the people around me um, that I could truly empathize, regardless of what people are going through. I mean, it's tough. You know, life can be challenging. And and I think having people to create a safe environment around you to let you know it's okay um, to be vulnerable. It's okay that you're hurting, and and that you deserve all that love and support on your highest days and your lowest days. It doesn't matter. Um, and so having experienced that, that love, having gone through that um, that pain and the challenge and the the journey back, uh, gives me a lot of um, you know, a lot of compassion. Uh, for wherever anyone is, because I've, uh, I've been there and we all have been there several times. And and so it really makes it kind of easy because, you know, I think we all go through so many similar things of challenge and we all want to be loved. We all want to feel supported and cared for, and that's the healthiest environment for anyone at any time, particularly when they're going through a difficult, uh, a difficult space.
0: So why do you think that is then Reverend Richard, that, that when we're at our worst, that's when we seek the things that are always there for us. They're right in front of us. All right.
2: You know, it, it's interesting. I, I, I don't know why human beings sometimes need uh, to be having their backs against the wall or um, sometimes they rise up more in adversity than when things are going easy. Maybe it's just um, the nature of how we are that we don't dig as deep uh, into ourselves. Uh, into our strength unless we are really called to do it. So it is an interesting phenomenon about human beings. And I sometimes wonder about it, but I'm just mainly grateful for it. I'm grateful that when we are pushed against the wall and, and, and we are in difficult situations, how we, we, we do choose to rise. We do choose to find that inner strength. And so it is interesting, but I, I think it's a good thing.
0: I think it's a great thing. And, you know, one of the things that we – I think that as followers and people that attend your sermons, we appreciate your humor. We appreciate your modern-day approach to things. We appreciate your own hardships always being brought into the message. And, and, you know, sometimes – and I think this was part of the the last three-week series that you had was on Brene Brown. And shame is a big topic around what Brene Brown does, which I love. I love everything she does. And you know, I, I find myself still in those places where I'm ashamed that I don't just call out my own level and depth of spirituality. But when I'm down, I sure I certainly reach for it.
2: Right. Yeah, I, th- I think I think when we're down, there's a uh, there, there's a part of us that wants to awaken. You know, I think sometimes our feelings of unworthiness stop us from uh, living as fully and going after our dreams, or when we fail or or fall or make a misstep, sometimes we get into a funk. But I think even in the funk, there's something in us that wants to rise. There's something in us that knows there's more than we've allowed ourselves uh, to believe that we can experience and feel worthy of. And so even when our humanness feels uh, unworthy and beat up, there's something in our soul, something in our spirit that wants to rise up. And thank goodness it's there uh, because it really helps us seek help it helps us seek an answer it helps us rise up to to discover and experience more and to get out of that funk to get out of that rut because i think not only do human <laughs> beings want to feel happy and want to feel healthy i think we know inside we are meant to and and that there's an inner drive for us to rise and to feel a fuller experience
0: yeah it's there's really that place where i think once i and i know it's it sounds silly but there's truth to it, and I can't tell you how to do it. You just have to do it. But there's that moment of letting go. like. And I think gratitude was the message that I heard when I showed up at Unity. I'm almost positive, gratitude was the topic. And I remembered thinking, oh my gosh, look at me. I am, you know, how pitiful am I? I have so many wonderful things to be grateful for. And it's up to me to get out of this. But I think I really at that point let go and said, but. I still need help and it's okay to ask for help. And I remember just finding that the, the church, the message, the people, um, just made me feel safe enough to just kind of open up and be a little bit more vulnerable. I started meditating more and it did make a, it made a huge impact in my life. And of course now I'm, you know, committed to this and I love sharing it with other people. Um, and that shame piece fades away. Um, But I don't want it to be like, you know, when my life is good, I don't need it.
2: Right. Yeah, I I think there's a a powerful line that I love. And it says, you have to do it for yourself and you can't do it alone. And I think it's one of the most insightful things because we absolutely need to be on our journey ourselves. No one can rise up within us for us. And at the same time, we are there for each other. That having people around us in an environment that is supportive, that is caring, that is nurturing – uh, that is inspiring us I think is one of the keys to support us in following our spirits and rising up uh, to something greater and that's the beauty of, that I see of church and the beauty I see of community and family and friends it's you know we support each other in do in allowing ourselves to do it for ourselves
0: Yeah so how long was it after your accident that you got introduced um, to unity from your mother before you actually became the minister and started sharing messages for others?
2: Um my mom introduced me to Unity in um, 85 and I went to school in 96. So it took about a decade um, for me to actually uh, enter into ministry, but it was a decade of incredible learning um, and insights and awakenings for me. Um, it, it was really, really a, a beautiful time uh, for me in my journey that prepared me uh, for where I, for where I am today.
0: Yeah, perfect. Well, good. Before we go to break here, you heard kind of like the five other series that we've done so far in this six-week masterclass. But let me ask you this. How do you feel that spirituality ties into the beauty within? And so hold that thought because we're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, I'll have you answer that, okay?
2: Okay. Okay.
3: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america
1: are you looking to uncover your authentic self looking to improve your communication selling or public speaking skills discover naked audience productions trainings on public speaking leadership sales and healing mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403.
3: Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio?
0: follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows and your favorites.
1: That's VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com now, back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Beauty Inside and Out. I'm your host, Bonnie Bonadeo,
0: and I have the glorious Reverend Richard Mirage here from the Unity Church of Phoenix and uh, somebody that's made a huge impact on my life. And so, our conversation today is about spirituality, but the tie-in with beauty is what I'm most curious about from Reverend Richard. How does he see spirituality and beauty um, not just within ourselves, but also within our lives, our world, and others. So share with us how you see that fitting. Sure.
2: Actually, you know, one of the things you'd mentioned earlier about people saying I'm spiritual but not religious, um, I I find is something that I hear more and more. And one of the things um, I think is as we all get older, I think we seek some sort of deeper meaning an understanding of ourselves, of who we are, um, of why we're here, of um, just wanting to know ourselves and life in a deeper way. And I think when people say I'm spiritual, not religious, is that sometimes religion can seem very rigid and um, and very structured and dogmatic. And I think there are people out there, what they call the cultural creatives, people who are free thinkers, who like to discover for themselves and not be spoon-fed. And, and I think all human beings yearn for something deeper and more meaningful. Um, and I think we're all seeking, whether we know it or not or whatever we call it, and so I think um, spirituality, to me, is a less structured, open um, philosophy and and a way of life that helps us discover greater sense of meaning uh, and joy uh, and beauty and fulfillment. And for me, I, do, I believe that spirituality is a journey, um, an inner journey back to the truth of who we are, uh, to the amazing lights, to the divine spirits and divine expressions uh that we are of, in whatever way you call it i think we are created in the image and likeness of beauty and of love and light and genius and creativity and i think we have all probably related to the idea that uh, and seen people and ourselves and you say wow there's a light that comes from that person you know beauty is uh is more than just what's on the outside there is a, a warmth there's an energy, you know, there's a passion, there's an enthusiasm that radiates from within all people. And sometimes we cover it up uh, and block it by not believing it's there. But, but that's really the source and the essence of real beauty is that it truly, truly comes with, from within. And it, is, and it is our nature. And the, the, the journey of spirituality is to rediscover the truth that has always been there the light and the essence and magnificence. It's always been there that it sometimes takes us an entire journey of our life to rediscover the truth of who we are and who we've always been. And so I absolutely believe that spirituality um, is about discovering your beauty within.
0: Yeah. You know, I have a, a, a couple of friends and there was something about them that was incredibly bright about them. And it, and it was, it was like at this inner lightness um, this amazing glow that came from them. But you know what I discovered? Because I was attracted to it. I'm like, who are you and how can I get more of you? Because it just, it (laughs) felt good. And I felt very connected to them. And um, I felt blessed to be near them. But one of the things that I discovered is that other people were very threatened by that light that they kind of projected.
2: Yeah, I think sometimes um, that it can be intimidating for some people because I think – it, it scares them um, because sometimes they might, might not want to, uh, because it, it's calling them to change and grow. And mm-hmm. sometimes growth and change uh, can be intimidating. Like sometimes in a family system, when one person has broken through the familial barrier uh, mm-hmm. of greatness or education or success, sometimes that person's greatness or success in whatever form it comes can be a threat to the rest because it means that they might need to change. And sometimes human beings get in a zone of being so comfortable that we'd rather not change. We would rather fight against and reject um, something greater because we're, we're afraid. We're afraid we're not worth it. We're afraid it might be too much work. We might not be able to handle it or do it. So sometimes systemically you see those dynamics going on a lot that instead of supporting the greatness and calling it out in ourselves and doing our work to rise higher, sometimes people would rather put down Um, And shut down uh, and move away from uh, someone whose light is shining. So it's an interesting human dynamic. Some are drawn to the light and some are scared by it. Uh, But I think uh, at a deeper level, we all yearn for it. Some Some get a little bit scared about it.
0: That was true because I think that when I started coming to the church, I realized that there was something opening up for me and I started doing my own work, my own healing, my own due diligence. Um, And it was in multiple ways, you know, whether it was meditating, whether it was uh, seeking different forms of education, coming to the church, even doing classes at the church, which I found to be incredibly valuable. And I noticed that people started dropping away from my life. And it was, it was hurtful and painful at first because I'm like, why are you going away? What's happening? Why don't you want to hang with me, be with me? Um, and I felt very insecure for a little while, but I realized that that was part of the process that I was growing and they were resisting.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, it's interesting that, 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 that sometimes when you're on your journey, there are some who will move away and, and those uh, who will be attracted. And sometimes, you know, endings aren't e- always easy for anyone. You know but but sometimes you know somebody once said people are in, are in our lives for a reason, a season or a lifetime.
0: Oh, I love that saying it's you know? one of, and, that's one of yeah, my
2: favorite yeah and, and it's a beautiful thing and so even though some people change on the journey, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just a part of the process you know sometimes there are people who come into our lives um, for weeks or months and, and and have a huge difference in our lives sometimes mm-hmm. they they teach us uh, they call us, they comfort us, they challenge us. Uh, but it's all for the good of our soul. And so I always believe that no matter how long a relationship is, sometimes we see if it ends, we think it's a failure, and I don't think it is. No. I think they were just meant to be there for that time or us in their life for a time. We learned our lesson, and then the journey continued and attracted different people, new people. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: found, too, that um, I instead of ha- feeling you know, diminished by them or that it was a hardship. I just, I sent them off with love. And that was something that I was like, whoa, who am I being here? That I'm just sending them away with love and and wishing them to have a really great life.
2: Yeah. And I think that is such a healthy thing. It's not a matter of getting rid of them. It's just, it's almost thanking them for being a part of your journey and releasing them to whatever is best for them next. Uh, and you releasing yourself from them and moving yeah. on to uh, whatever's next. I bet you every one of us has someone in our lives that we could think about in our past who pressed our buttons, who challenged us, who irritated us. But when we look back on the journey, in some ways, they taught us. In many ways, they taught us. They maybe, did. To, maybe to set boundaries, maybe to stand up for ourselves, maybe to learn how to say no, and we're a better person for it. Even though the initial interaction wasn't comfortable, the end result uh, brought us something valuable that's still with us today.
0: Well, no, I think it was that lesson, too, of, you know, how it's like, uh, you know, work hard and you'll get everything you want. But it was that painful transformation of it's not about working hard. It's just being. It's being more present, you know because I'll, I'll always work hard that's just who I am it's just right. my innate nature to work hard, but that wasn't what was bringing me that level of success because I was fighting and resisting what wasn't happening versus just kind of allowing what was happening and working within that so it was it was a it was an interesting journey and struggle for me and you know it was a year ago that exactly a year ago, because I have it in front of me here, that you did a talk on beauty right. Um, and I remember just being really, really taken back by that. And you had a little soloist singer, her name was Melissa Modifier, and she sang this beautiful little song that uh, really talked about loving yourself and that she had found a voice and accepting and owning oneself. And you had shared that, this, you know, the statement of divine oneself to be true. Right, and I think at that point, you know, even a year ago, because our journeys never continue. Like I'm constantly evolving and transforming as a human being. I know that, Um, even though I resisted it for many years, I know that now. Uh, But I, I remember thinking, I got to figure out a, a, a better platform for my voice because I didn't feel like I was being heard. Right. and uh and honestly this the voice america opportunity was the transformation of that so it was last march that they kind of were poking around and they're like you know you got a lot of got things going on in the beauty industry would you be interested in doing a show on beauty and i'm thinking oh my gosh that's so funny because i created this intention that i wanted to have a more powerful voice right. and then i hear from voice america and i said yep but it But beauty can't be superficial. I don't want it to feel just this external thing that we do to make ourselves feel better. There has to be some balance and dialogue of why, even if we spend all this money on the outside, why we still sometimes don't feel worthy on the inside.
2: Yeah. I mean, it it is amazing. First, I just want to say congratulations on setting and opening that intention and on how you've manifested. It's an amazing thing. And through the show, you're you're able to touch other lives that you'll help awaken – Uh, to their goals and dreams. Um, And so it's really, really cool stuff. I mean, I I get so excited about spirituality when I hear about people awakening to their beauty, to their dreams, to giving themselves permission to be as magnificent and wonderful uh, and successful as we're all meant to be. It's really, really exciting stuff that just jazzes me uh, (laughs) at such a deep level, you know,
0: Well, it was part of your prosperity class too. So it was it was a struggle to go through that. And of course, you know, there's always that moment where you step into it and it's like, oh yeah, I know this, or I've heard this, or oh, I've already done that type of thing. And I just really committed to doing it full out because I said, well, I don't know what the end result could be. What if something really magical happened that I wasn't expecting? And, you know, and that was... You know, authoring two books, getting a radio show, and I'm thinking, wow, this is a, this is a gr- these are great platforms to have a voice, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah.
2: You so, know, it, it's interesting. I, I, you mentioned Melissa Modifer, who I, I just uh, adore, a young actress and singer. In fact, she was moving to to uh, to New York uh, to star uh, and and hopefully to star on some plays in Broadway. And her song "Beauty," there's a line that says, uh, "I know I'm not perfect, but I know I'm worth it." And oh, I it, love it's that. It's just a line that's so good and you know you also mentioned about surrendering and letting go and I think there's a huge connection because I believe the hardest skill and the most powerful spiritual skill there is is learning how to let go. How to yeah. let go of the, How to let go of the past, how to let go of beliefs of we're less than or not good enough uh, or not lovable and you know, letting go to me is one of the most liberating and powerful, yet sometimes scary spiritual practices. But I think it's the thing that helps us, you know, get back to our greatness. It's the thing that helps us, you know, clear away the cloudiness uh, and the negativity and the fears and opens us up uh, to, to, to greater possibilities, opens us up to our beauty and success. For you to get where you are, there is a part of you that needed to let go of what oh. you thought you couldn't achieve what you thought you weren't worthy of, and as you let those go, I mean, your true spirit just began to rise and attract these things. Look how began they began to fall into place. You didn't have to force them, like you said.
0: No, yeah, no, yeah. and I have spent, you know, most of my life kind of taking on that forceful, angry, you know, got to get it done type of approach. And I got to tell you, though, I mean, and, and that was really the big breakdown that I had was it was exhausting, It was so exhausting to maintain that level of, of keeping up with, and and I don't even know who I was keeping up with, you know, it wasn't, it, it didn't make any sense, but I just kept going and going. And then finally it was, you know, and it was the silliest thing. It was. It was a uh, kidney stone. <laughs> a kidney stone took me down. <laughs> and it put me in the hospital for like five days. And I remember just really saying, wow, this sucks. I Yeah, this is not fun. I don't want to experience this again. But I got five days of just really being quiet. And I don't think I've ever been that quiet before.
2: Right. And I think that's a really powerful time. I call it cocooning time. It's yeah. Like, it is like... You know, I mean, when you look at historical things like Paul, uh, the Apostle Paul was blinded for three days before his transformation. Jesus was in the tomb. I mean, I, um, Joseph was thrown in a pit. I think sometimes it's important for us to withdraw from the world and go into that choir place and let the rumblings and inner transformations and the inner wrestling, um, and, and it's often an inner wrestling that makes us let go of the old stuff and the fear so we could rise up. I mean, I think, you know, you get thank that kidney stone for yeah. that time because it was it was like being in a womb. It was like it was. a little incubation time um, uh, to germinate, to percolate, and then to recreate yourself into something even greater. Yeah, so I, I'm a huge believer uh, in quiet time and reflective time because we think busy, busy, busy is the way to success. And the truth is, I think it's, Uh, quiet and silence and stillness. And it's out of that something great is born.
0: Yeah. And it's hard for people to do. So we're going to get ready to take another break here. And before we do, um, you know, I wanted to just kind of set you up a little bit, because I do want to find out a little bit more about how we can share unity with other people and our listeners. You know um, what's unity's belief is how can other people get involved in unity? You know, how can they source and find unities in their communities? And then, um, you know, really then talk about that, that peace still that how, how welcome people feel even in their struggle, you know, to come into an environment like unity. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on
1: guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403.
3: You Count Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi everybody, welcome back to Beauty Inside and Out. I'm your host, Bonnie Bonadeo,
0: and we are in our final sixth session of our Masterclass series here, and it's The Beauty of Spirituality. My guest with me today is Reverend Richard Mirage from Unity of Phoenix Church. He's the lead uh, minister for the church, and we've just been talking about everything under the sun. We've been talking Mm -hmm. about worthiness, struggles, kidney stones, you name it. We're Uh all over the place, but before we went to break, I had asked him to share with us a little bit more about Unity, because this really is something that... Um, I believe, is part of my transformation. And I want to make sure that we can share this with our listeners of how they can source what Unity has to offer. And, and maybe give us some, give us how it's different from uh, other churches.
2: I think one of the things um, I like about it is it, it's a lot more of an open path um, that uh, Unity believes that there are many paths to God, that there's one uh, presence and power and source by whatever name uh, you choose to call it. Um, And so we don't believe that we're the only way. Uh, We believe there are many ways. And so I think um, that less rigid, uh, more flexible way of inviting people into a deeper awareness of their own spirituality uh, without dogma, uh, without rules or judgment or guilt, um, I think is something freeing and liberating for the type of folks that we tend to attract. Those who tend to identify themselves as spiritual uh, but not uh, religious. So I think we have a... A life-affirming, empowering message uh, that the spirit of God is within every one of us, that there is a light and a divine essence in all human beings. Um, and whatever we call that light and that energy and essence, it's within us. And we are also empowered to co-create through that spirit and that energy uh, to bring forth more light and more love and more beauty into the world, that we are worthy and deserving beings, um, uh, not... Not victims, not helpless, uh, not miserable sinners, but we are deserving children of God, spiritual beings, amazing lights, and we're here to let that light shine. And so it's a very supportive, affirming, uh, positive approach uh, to helping people bring forth the very best in themselves, and how to bring forth uh, the best into the world, to bring more light, more love, more compassion, more goodness, more generosity into the world, because we we all want our lives to get better, but I also believe we also all have a responsibility uh, to help one another and bring more good in for the greater good of all humanity, for the greater good of our families and our communities. So while it's, while it's centered within, um, it, it, it is to share that light from within for the betterment of ourselves, uh, others, and, and our world.
0: Well, I have met some incredible people through the Unity Church. And, you know, I mean, is there Unity Churches all over the place? I mean.
2: Yeah, in fact, there are Unity Churches all over the world. Oh, okay. course uh, Of course, mainly uh, focused uh, in the United States. Um, it is in almost uh, every state uh, and, and multiple churches everywhere. Of course, we are in uh, Phoenix. But, uh, yeah, there, there are churches all over California, Florida, all, all over the states. And uh, and and some are bigger, some are smaller, but every one of them has a similar uh, empowering message um, that that light and that presence and that essence, that divine spirit, uh, is it within each of us.
0: And I know that um, you know you have services on Wednesdays and Sundays. Plus, then there's classes and education that goes on throughout the week. Um, and you're the lead minister on Sundays, so you do a, a nine o'clock and an eleven o'clock.
2: Yep, we do a 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock uh, service, and we're at 1500 East Greenway Parkway. Wednesday evening, uh, also Reverend Rogers uh, does an amazing uh, service every every Sunday as well, I mean, every Wednesday as well. And we have guest speakers, and we've had, you know, uh, we, last November we had Deepak Chopra. Um, we, and before his passing for many, many years, Wayne Dyer uh, was a part of our ministry speaking uh, numerous times. Uh, Neil Donald Walsh, I think we're working on him uh, coming Ooh, again, great. so so we really do have a lot of um, uh, of, of the new thought spiritual uh, teachers who come to our ministry. You know, it 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 it's wonderful to be able to to uh, not only have our regular services and messages, but bring in these uh, spiritual powerhouses to uh, inspire uh, our, our community as well.
0: And I know one of the uh, and you play this uh, sometimes you know pre service um, the message from Maya Angelo. Uh, and I got to tell you, that one touches my heart every single time.
2: Yeah, I, I love hearing her story of, <laughs> of how unity and, and that message of that, that God loves me, that God loves me. And she says it over and over, and her heart was so filled. She just, you know, just is weeping for joy of that great truth. And I think it's a truth we all need to hear, I mean, to realize that we are loved. That when we know that we are valuable, that we are worthy, that we're deserving of love— we tend to live in more peace. We tend to be kinder and gentler and more supportive with each other. I think it's a powerful and important truth, um, you know, that, that unity teaches. But I think that all humanity is, is yearning for, you know, because then we don't get as aggressive. We, we don't want to punish or judge or criticize that we, we we begin to see more of that light in ourselves. And therefore, we begin to see it more in others and others. And that's what – yeah, that, that that video does inspire me. Every time I see it, it's like, wow, makes the hair on the back of my neck uh, rise up. And it's out because, of a sense of joy because it's like, wow, to see people awaken, to be transformed, to be uplifted, to be more joyful when they were in a dark place is it, just something that every cell of my being gets jazzed about.
0: Well, and I know that as, you know, technology continues to get greater and greater and we're in – although we are, you know – falsely connected, you know, through all these social medias and and other internet opportunities, uh, I, I can tell you that, the, you know, coming together on a Sunday morning is the greatest connection that I could offer myself. And, you know, and I really think that if more people, I mean, an hour, I, it's an hour out of my day that I... Have a moment to just stop and be silent and do a little meditation and a little prayer and connect with other people and hear a powerful message for myself and others. And I, I just really encourage other people to find something like that that uh, can bring more peacefulness and more connection and more humanity because this world's getting crazy.
2: <laughs> it, it is. It is. And I'll tell you one of the things I love about. Uh, our community and, and Sunday services, is the energy, the collective energy we create together. There's something powerful and amazing about joining together with an intention and a vision and a joyful energy that is so uplifting to everyone. Like I like to say sometimes, you know, we create it together and we're blessed by it together. I mean, it's not just one person. It's not just me speaking or or, or the band or the soloist singing. It's all of us together, everyone there present uh, brings an energy and a life, and when we join it together, it is amazingly healing and uplifting, uh, transformational, uh, and inspiring to, to, to all of us together. Yeah, there is something about being together with like-minded people that is just, um, it multiplies and magnifies uh, a joyful energy that I think cannot help but make us feel better.
0: Well, and that's something that I didn't bring up, but I should, because the music is so powerful. Yeah, that, we are blessed. Um, oh.
2: Oh, we ah, were such great singers, yeah. It's incredible.
0: Always very talented singers, and it just the energy uh and everything that is combined with that is really, really powerful. So listen, I said that you were, you know, your bio states that you're humorous. You always kind of open up a service with some fun tidbit. Do you have a do you have a fun little joke for us?
2: Oh, <laughs> um, I can't really think of one right now, but, uh, but I tend to, you know, I tend to, you know, I just think laughter, uh, is one of the most healing and, and laughter helps kind of let down the walls, you know, and opens our hearts, uh, to, I think to go deeper, to not just feel joy in the moment, but I think the reason I use humor is that I think it opens your heart to go a little bit deeper into something more profound. Because when we laugh, we, we relax, we open our hearts, and I think we can receive, um, and allow ourselves to go a little bit uh, deeper into something profound. Plus, it's, it just feels good too. I mean, it's,
0: it does. You, anyway. you set us you set us up for a giggle before you even share the joke. We're already right. in giggle mode. So, all right. So then, here's what the challenge is going to be. Then is uh, if people are here in the community of Phoenix. Um, join us on on Sunday, and you will be able to hear uh, Reverend Richard Mirage's uh, great jokes that he shares within his services. <laughs> but they could go on the website, and they can listen to past services as well. And uh, that would be an opportunity for people that maybe live outside of here, because you know the radio show is a global radio show. So at any given time, can you share with us the um, website information?
2: Yeah, it's unityphx.org. Unityphx.org. In fact, we've got people listening. Uh, not only all over the United States, but all over the world. We get emails uh, from people who watch us online, Um, and you can just click on uh, for free and and listen to any of our previous messages. And it's a a wonderful service we offer, and it's lovely to get emails uh, and cards and letters of people who are touched and inspired by our ministry who don't live in Phoenix, don't live in Arizona, some don't even live in the United States. So it's nice, Uh, this beautiful Internet just allows uh, the availability of access of being able to touch lives uh, all over the world through your show, through ours, uh, through many others. So uh, it's a wonderful Good. gift.
0: It is, and so thank you so much for being a guest on our show today, Beauty Inside and Out, and sharing with us the beauty of spirituality. And I feel like um, I got you know a Sunday service here on a on a Thursday <laughs> Thursday <laughs> afternoon. So right. thank you so much for being with us. Oh, my um, pleasure, Bonnie. And again, you can find uh, Reverend Richard Mirage uh, at unityphoenix.org. So check it out and come and join us for a 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service on Sunday. All right. So everybody, thanks so much for being here today and joining us for the six-week series. They're all in archives. They're on iTunes. You can go to my website, com and listen to all of them. Start from the beginning, work your way through it. But for the next few weeks, we're going to go to the outside. So beauty on the outside. We're going to talk eyelashes we're going to talk uh uh, cool sculpting we're going to talk everything that we can so don't forget to join us we're thursday 3 p.m mountain time 2 p.m pacific time we'll see you then thanks everybody